Megan, Megan, making conversation, podcasting beacon for the nation, for helpful, healthy information, and having fun getting it done. Yeah, that's all. Megan, Megan, making conversation now. Hi again. Hi. <laughs> Where are you right now, Megan? I'm in my basement. Where are you? Well, I'm kind of in a basement too, but it's in a vehicle. <laughs> with a lot of other vehicles and it's a tunnel on route 93 in boston and you have crawling along do you have both hands on the wheel no i have one hand on the wheel i'm holding my pizza in the other hand oh (laughs) come on i feel pretty safe with one hand on the wheel i have to say that's that's my kind of go-to go-to car driving position that's Although I do like to also drive with just one leg and it drives Clay nuts. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah. No, no, I can't either. <laughs> no, so, no. Uh, so, so here we are again. Uh, we, might, we might sound a little different. The audio might be um, a little different than what you were just listening to a few seconds, minutes ago. And that's because as soon as Meg and I finished, um, well, and listened to the love from the ESPM squared sports desk, we realized we made kind of a gigantic gaffe, a big mistake. And we're, and we're feeling like we wanted to address it right away. So uh, Meg, unless you want to explain, I'm happy to, to dive right in to explain why we're back with the addendum to the sports desk and this just in again <laughs> i love your energy right now <laughs> <laughs> i'll explain to everyone why the energy is so so okay i'll explain i kind of want to hear you talk about it just because of the energy you're, you're throwing out right now <laughs> <laughs> okay so Meg and I both probably listened to the, I mean, I don't know how many times you've listened to it already. I think I was on my third time and I called you right in the middle of it. And because I realized after I listened to it the first time that while we spent a good deal of time talking about the 40 individual athletes on the men's and women's side for the individual competition, we failed to mention everything else and everyone else that will be competing at the CrossFit Games next week. And that just felt like an oversight that we wanted to address right away. It's something that we've talked about before. And we both got on the phone and we're like, oh my God, I was just about to tell you. Oh my gosh, I was, just, I was thinking about it too. <gasps> we forgot to mention the teens division, the masters division, the adaptive divisions, all these new divisions this year. Um, and the team. And all the work. T-E-A-M-S. Teams. Oh, and the teams. Oh my gosh. See my brain. Wow. Yeah. And the teams. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we paid attention, paid homage and tribute to all these other incredible athletes that are going to be in Madison, Wisconsin next week. A lot of them are probably there already. Um, and let y'all know some of the other good stuff that's going to be available to watch and ooh and ah at and um, and just what what a spectacle it's going to be because it's really going to be a straight out competition from Tuesday 
until Sunday with events every single day with all these different divisions and athletes. Um, and Meg, I think you have the schedule pulled up. And if you wanted to kind of walk us through, you know, everything minus the individual, although we can, we can sprinkle that in because I think, I think over the weekend there will be some other um, divisions sprinkled in as well, but that might be a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. So I'll, well, I'll start with uh, where we can find it again. Um, awesome. So live broadcast. The CrossFit Games will be broadcasted all divisions with the exception of conflicts on Tuesday and Wednesday. So um, unfortunately, I'm going to guess that they're going to show the individual um, mm -hmm. things before everything else. But um, right. there's the whole day worth of um, adaptive and master's division uh, programming. Um, but you can find it on the game's homepage, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. I feel so old. What the heck is Twitch? <laughs> I, you are asking the wrong old person, honey. I oh. have no idea. All right. Well, <laughs> for those younger, young kids. Wow. You just had your first senior moment. That was so cute. Aww. <laughs> come, come be with me. We'll live oh. in a home together. It'll be so sweet. We'll take care of each other. <laughs> we can have rocking chairs. <laughs> Oh yes. yes. <laughs> oh, all right, Twitch. Yeah, we're um, waiting. We're waiting for all our young listeners to uh, shame us again <laughs> or educate us, whichever comes first. Let oh, us know what man. Twitch is. And so, <laughs> then CBS, like Meg mentioned, is going to be providing a two-hour broadcast on Sunday um, from two to four p.m. Um, and they'll also have a six hours of highlights aired on CBS Sports Network throughout the week of the competition. Um, so they'll be, they'll be showing it a little bit more. Wow, six hours? Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's amazing. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's not uh, not all at once. I would think like six hours total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still good. More than the past more than it's, it's six hours more than it's ever been that's incredible mm -hmm. um all right so there are nine events um for the age the teens and um some of the masters some um so 16 17 35 39 40 to 44 there's nine events and then all the other adaptive and younger teens, and then 45 plus brackets, there'll be seven events. Um, this whole thing, shebang, starts on Tuesday, the 27th. We have the Masters, Teenagers, and Adaptive. Um, Wednesday on the 28th, we have Individuals, Masters, Teenagers, and Adaptive. So that's the first day Individuals is coming in. Uh, Thursday, we're going to have a break for individuals and work on teams, masters, teenagers, and adaptive. And then the last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's just individual and teams, T-E-A-M-S. Um, and it's going to be a packed couple days, which I'm pretty excited for. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so sad. I, I, I'm so sad that you won't have the bandwidth to watch live 
Yeah. Yeah. But again, that access to watch it afterwards is, is right there. I, you know, yeah, I, I have sprinkled it in, in the past and I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll have a good enough sense and then I can spend some time the next week really diving in. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to geeking out with you later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the adaptive division um, in the open, there were 16 divisions. Um, this year in the- Can we, hold on, hold on. Oh. Can we just stop a second? That's <laughs> more, about- <laughs> that's, that's more divisions than all the other divisions yes. combined. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Isn't it? Like- Unreal. I mean, that's on the scale of like, there's the Olympics and there's the Paralympics. Like, right. you know, we're, we're talking about, yeah, like I just, wow, 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 wow. 16. Sorry. Had to throw that out there. <laughs> CrossFit is for everyone. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh man, it's so fun. Um, this year we'll be able to follow three um divisions we're gonna uh there they'll be covering upper extremity both men and women um lower extremity and neuromuscular um and there'll be five athletes competing in each division which i'm i'm just so looking forward to watching these people overcome (laughs) challenges and that it always it hasn't always been um available for them and they just are proving that they can do everything that we do having different abilities, having, having uh, the ability to access gear um, and, and use gear that's safe to use if, you're, if you are missing a limb or if you have a visual impairment or, you know, neuromuscular, developmental, um, you know, having those kinds of abilities, uh, it's, it's a different approach. Things need to be considered in a, in a, in a safer way, in a slightly different way. Um, and I, I just feel like, you know, it's not only about offering it, but it's the importance of having it broadcast and showing it and honoring the hard work yes. that these athletes are putting in as well. Um, I mean, I saw a guy the other day who I can't, I can't remember if it was a jerk or if it was a snatch, but he snatched with a single arm like over 200 pounds or it was it was a clean and jerk at any rate there was a barbell over his head my with god 200 pounds on it with one arm like that's bananas that is bananas you know oh so just god. honoring the hard work that people are putting in regardless of of you know from from what sort of background or what sort of ability they're bringing to the table is like it's it's huge and it's very important um so i'm yeah 16 divisions that's crazy (laughs) i love this i just i i just love it i think it's great so those are so that's the adapted division and then you said how many divisions of teams are there are there three or four there are age group two for the um, boys and girls. So we have 14 and 15 year olds and then 16 and 17 year olds. Okay. And then as soon as you're 18, you have to do individual? Yep. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Well, how old, 
How old is Haley Adams? Is she 19? 20? I think she's 19. 19. Wow. She's either 19 or 20. Yeah. 18 last year. That's so nuts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Speaking of nuts, um, we were kind of talking about this before, and then I just ended up pressing a record because I wanted to talk about this. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but then we changed topics to like actually starting the podcast. Um, how do you feel about um, what's your opinion on having these athletes start so early now? Yeah, well, kids. Yeah, so we have we have these these young whippersnappers coming into the field here, and um, you know when you when you consider how long CrossFit has been around, so early two thousands, um, I want to say two thousand three, although don't quote me on that. So we're not even at 20 years old yet. Um, and we have some of these athletes who are younger than 20 years old, specifically the, the, the teens division, our 18 and 19 year olds. Um, like these are, these are individuals who potentially, you know, could have been doing CrossFit, functional movement, weightlifting, endurance, their entire lives mm. in the way that we do it through CrossFit. And when you think about just like, the physiological adaptation to, to having movement at that young age so that it becomes an intuitive part of how you move. You know, it's really incredible to think that really one of the only things that, that's uh, still a limiting factor for these teens is that their bodies have not reached full physical maturity. They have been practicing Olympic lifts with broom handles or PVC pipes since they were, they were just little tiny kids in their CrossFit kids classes. Like, I don't know about you. Well, you're, you're in a different ball game now, but like my snatch is clunky as shit. Like it is not a natural movement. It is still something I struggle with. I still try and muscle through it. And it's why I plateaued at it, right? I have to work on my technique a little bit more because I can't just fake my way through it anymore, right? If I want it, if I want that weight to, to become a heavier weight, then I'm moving around. But these kids, they're just, they're just natural. You know, for, for you, Megan, if we got you back on a soccer pitch, you would just, you would fall right into that footwork. You would fall right back into the, you know, the movement patterns of soccer. Me in gymnastics, I have to laugh because if I tried to do some of the stuff I did in gymnastics now, I would probably get seriously hurt. But like when we were working on handstands last night, handstands come pretty naturally to me. I spent a lot of time during my life upside down with that movement pattern, right? Like that's, it's just a very familiar, natural way that I move. And these kids, like some of them and their parents, this is what they are putting all their focus on mm -hmm. they they some some of you know I know some of the um the teens who are getting a lot of attention like they're they are homeschooling uh and whether it's so that they can focus more on their training or whether it's for different reasons at any rate they have more time than the average kid as well and so they're able to put all this time into their training. So they've got this natural movement because they've been doing it a long time. They've got more time during the day. And they're just like in the process of waiting for their bodies to catch up with them to reach that like physical maturity and then look out CrossFit because the kids are coming 
And I think a lot of the, you know, the older athletes, even, even some of the like older 20 year olds are like, dang, I wish I had been doing this for, you know, 10 years before I made it to the teenage division. And, you know, and, and then just blew the walls off the field. So Mm -hmm. it's really fun to watch how natural um, the team's movement is because even some of the really great, um, you know, seasoned athletes, their movement is still not great. (laughs) You know, like they're strong, they're consistent, they're, they're, you know, pretty well adapted across the board, but like, Sam Briggs, Sam Briggs has been going to the games for 10 years, at least 10 years. She's 39 years old and her Olympic lifts are hilarious. Like they're so clunky. They're, you know, she's really, you know, I mean, I, I, no judgment at all. Good Lord. She's stronger and, you know, she's everything better than I am by all means. But like, if you were to put Sam, you know, Sam's Olympic lift next to an Olympic lift door, or even some of these kids, it's like, oh yeah, it's night and day. You can just see how natural it is for someone who's been doing it for a long time or who spends all and only all of their time on that, on that practice. So yeah, I think you hope they don't get burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always the danger, right? I mean, that's something Clay and I talk a lot about and you and I have talked about too, just that, like that specialization in sports, in youth, you know, like, I I don't know, man, it's, it's, the interest is going to probably end somewhere and, or the injury. Um, And it's not to say that you want to like squash anyone's dreams, but you know, just, just making sure that the interest is always there. Cause I, that, that, that statistically does happen a lot when either kids or parents push to specialize and only do one thing at a super young age. Um, and then all of a sudden they're, they're done with it. The parents who are like, Oh yeah, Timmy's going to get a scholarship in football. And Timmy's like, actually, I think I want to go to art school. I'm done with football. They're like, what? You were all American. We don't understand. He's like, I've been playing football since I was, you know, five years old. Like that's more than, more than all my life. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, So yeah. Anyway, it's, it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. And I will say that I think CrossFit um, that's something that's good about CrossFit is that it's so different all, well, it's as different as it can be all the time. It's constantly changing, constantly varied, um, where like soccer and gymnastics and baseball, it's like you kick the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball. Right. It, it's you have your four events. You, yeah. 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 And then we have the teams, T-E-A-M-S. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be- Who I know nothing about. <laughs> I also, that's one that I'm like, go you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I have to be honest. I have to be honest too. Like I don't, I don't ever watch them. Like I find it, it's just, there's just too much going on. I don't know. It's not, it doesn't work for me. I think it would be super fun. Like- like yes. that team, you know, you and I have been in a couple team comps together. They're so fun, but watching it, I'm like, 
why why don't they all just be individual athletes? I don't get it. It would be so much easier to watch. Like, there's so many people on the field. What's going on? I'm old. Get those kids off my lawn. And then I, and then I have a hard time following the camera. It's like we're on this team, and then we're on this team. But then mm-hmm. like this team has a similar color, but they're not on the same team. Or yeah. there's like five Invictus yeah. teams, but they're all different. Right. Oh God. Except the one that got popped for the. Uh, performance enhancing drugs meg three teams from invictus oh no not from not three teams from Invictus. not all from invictus yeah no 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 but three teams i thought it was up to six teams there's there's a lot oh i missed i missed the last three yeah yeah i think there there was a bunch more that kind of happened all at once yeah it's um it's it's real bad this year and i was i was following an article that was, you know, kind of hypothesizing why and what's going on. And, and they, they didn't obviously come to any sort of conclusion, but you know, what, what a lot of the thoughts were saying was, you know, you know, once you lose kind of those first and second tier teams, you get, start getting down to the teams who never really thought that they were going to make it anyway. And so maybe they weren't trying to be as clean because they weren't on anyone's radar. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they get on the radar, they get tested, and boom, no good. Yep. So that's shitty. I hate hearing that. It's just like, ugh, you know. And then all the excuses that come after it. It's like, you know what? Just if you're not being smart and you're not being careful, then you're you're not following. Like you're just, I don't know. Yeah. You're not committed enough. You got to pay attention. Like. <laughs> This yeah. isn't your first rodeo. Let's let's get with the program here, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one last or two last that I want you to talk about. The masters, mm. the new masters divisions. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of interesting. This is almost the sort of opposite effect um, that we were just talking about with the teens. And it's talking about with the masters. So this year for the first time. In games history, they they divided up the 60 plus division into a 60 to 64 and 65 plus. So essentially, they added you know another division and um, or created two new divisions, if you will. And the reasoning there is that there are so many more athletes now uh, who are aging up in CrossFit. Um, and, and the, the difference in, you know, what kind of happens to your body in your 60s and where, where bodies are at, which is why they created the master's division, because that's, that's just acknowledging even with fitness and health and wellness that our bodies at some point go through some sort of, I, I, I don't want to call it decrepitude, but like you have to be kinder to your body. You have to you know, we can still be fit, we can still be healthy, but like a 65 year old probably shouldn't be stringing a bunch of muscle ups together. It's just not the smartest thing on, on joints and ligaments and, you know, whatnot. But how cool is it that we've got enough athletes in the 60 plus age group that it's time to divide out the 60 to 64 year olds from the 65 plus year olds because we want to make it more fair more equitable and more reasonable for the 
those 70-year-olds or 72-year-olds to be competing so that they're not competing against 60-year-olds. I mean, it would be the same thing if we were to look at the divisions down where we have the individuals, which technically can be any age, but you tend to get a lot of 20-year-olds, some early 30-year-olds. Um, it makes a lot more sense to have, you know, a 30-year-old not competing against a 42-year-old like me. I love competing against other 42-year-olds. When I start to compete against 25-year-olds, 23-year-olds, 27-year-olds, I'm like, okay, I got to take into account that we, we're at a pretty different point in life. Our bodies have gone through different things. And I want my body to still be functioning and healing and recovering in a way that a 27-year-old might not need to, to take into account, maybe quite yet. So I just think that it's so cool. I love watching the masters, same as the adaptive, just like, wow, still fit, still working hard, totally committed and passionate about this thing that just makes them feel better in life, more confident, more capable. Like this is why, you know, we say at Beacon a lot. This is why we're doing it because we want to be happy and fit and healthy into our 90s. We want to be able to squat down on the toilet by ourselves. You know? Oh God! And please. this is all helping with that. <laughs> Kristen's favorite example. Yeah. <laughs> can you sit on the toilet by yourself? <laughs> can you? Can you? Can you get up off the ground? Yeah. Can you not fall? Right. Like all these things that put people into assisted care are not that that's what it's all about, right? But like when you think about your your moms and your dads or your memes or your pepes or your grammys and your grandpas, you know, whoever it is in your life and you watch them when they start to change physically and mm -hmm. stop to have, stop having that same capability or that same independence. It can be really heartbreaking. And like, I know I look at my parents and I'm like, man, if you had just done, you know, just a little more strength training and a little less calorie restriction, you would be in a better place with your bodies right now. Maybe they could have held off on their hip replacement or their knee replacement, right? Like maybe, who knows, maybe not. But like statistically, when we keep up our muscle mass, when we have our stronger hearts, right? These, these, the decrepitude is held off for a little bit longer and the quality of life is held onto for a little bit longer. And that to me is the goal, right? If our, if our age expectancy, life expectancy now is up into the, the 80s and 90s, I want my 80s and 90s to be walking around, maybe picking up some seashells on, on some beach somewhere with my grandkids. Like I don't want to be, you know, sitting down because I can't move around. And, and that's, that's a reality for way too many people. Um, yeah. Anyway, Woo, side note, tangent. <laughs> well, we know so how your passion is. <laughs> what did you say? Yes. I said, so CrossFit Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think that's I think that's all of all of the things that we uh we wanted to we talk about. <laughs> That we, that we missed <laughs> all the things we omitted yeah you know we righted our wronged hopefully soon enough <laughs> we tried we did some learning 
we showed that we're human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I think, you know, I, we also have the Olympics coming up. Um, oh my gosh, they started this morning actually. And I, I can never remember. I think the Paralympics start just a bit after the Olympics. Um, and, and same idea, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of always, always is a little bit harder to, to watch a little bit, you know, less in the spotlight, but like taking some time to acknowledge that there is another event of people who worked equally hard, mm -hmm. <laughs> overcoming a whole lot more adversity in doing so probably than, you know, than, than many of us could even imagine. And, you know, and get to, to show off that hard work on the world stage. Like that's, I can't wait to watch that too. And I that will be able to because. <laughs> August 24th to September 5th. Okay, nice. Yeah, so a couple, few weeks after the, the Olympics mm. event starts is the Paralympics. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was a, that was a, a great job at our 10 minute goal. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna make this whole new episode. <laughs> I I think that's a great idea. And then we'll just re-release both of them and be like, look, you guys, we listened. We did it. <laughs> Two in the same week. Wow. wow. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. This is a good excuse. So oh. Talk to Meg. And nerd out. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I'm still stuck in traffic. Y'all, I don't know how people live in Boston. This is miserable. Did oh, I didn't mention where pizza? I am. I, well, I had a lot of pizza in the car and that was intentional because I had a feeling that this was going to happen. So I wanted some car snacks. So yes, I'm on the way to Rhode Island to spend a weekend with my girlfriend. I have not had a night away from my kids or, um, Clay's been away a couple times, but I haven't been away. He went down to see his parents um, several times during the pandemic. And so this is, it's my weekend and I'm psyched. We're going to sit in the sun. We're going to watch the Olympics. We're going to eat snacks. Yes. Oh, I am so excited. So yes, but I'm in the car and I'm stuck on 93. And this is just why I live in Maine. It's why I live in Maine. I grew up in Rhode Island. I hate driving down here. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> but I have pizza, so it'll be all right. <laughs> all right, Meg. Well, all right. have fun. All right. <laughs> Good luck with driving in, in your uh, traffic and uh, hope your pizza lasts. <laughs> I know, me too. That could be a, a, a highway emergency here. Run out of car snacks. No, I have backups. Oh, good. All right. Thank you, Megan. Thank you all. And Thanks, if you're watching the Olympics this weekend, enjoy. But mostly, we can't wait to listen and watch the CrossFit Games with you starting next Tuesday. Yes. Can't Yay. wait. Uh -huh. All right. Bye. Bye, Meg. <laughs>